flock. Inner, I should be asking more questions. Why did we run out of the lab so quickly? What was on that piece of paper? Won't Hera be annoyed Rhea has stolen her coat and left her with Talc? Did Rhea and Eros actually kiss last night? But no. Instead, I'm silenced by my own surprise as I'm dragged up the stairs of Rhea's brick. Her silence always more ominous than anything she could say. I haven't been in here in about a year, actually. Not since our conversation, where she said she didn't want to be with me. It can't just be messier than I remembered. There used to be an organization to the chaos. Records in one pile, VHS tapes in another. That kind of thing. But now, DVDs lie caseless on the floor under piles of dirty t-shirts. Shoes left stranded without their partners anywhere in sight. I think that's oatmeal? Or oh, it has become oatmeal. I'm cleaning tomorrow. She says, shrugging. We have way bigger problems. She takes a deep breath, then very carefully and very focused slips out of the jacket and lets it slink onto the bed. Are we dry cleaning things? But she holds up a hand to silence me. Instead, she retreats into the bathroom. God, I don't even want to know how dirty it is and re-emerges with tweezers slips them into the pocket of the jacket and retrieves the piece of paper. We've only got a few minutes before Hera catches up with us, so we gotta make a game plan. Fast. Rhea, what are we doing? This, our thing, mystery, danger, goodness prevailing. Definitely good at the danger. The goodness, questionable. You're scared. Perfect. Just like old times. I'm not, but I stop. There's something nice buried in there. Let me see that. She holds it out, far from her body, as if its typed words might leap and burrow into her skin. <clears throat> he must be cold out there. The only sound is the wind rattling outside. Someone knows, I say. And they want Hera to know they know. Besides you and I, Persephone, Talc, Shar, and those security guards know he's dead. And Eros, I say. Right. She pauses. I don't want him to know about this. Okay. I agree, as she delicately folds the paper back along its creases. He's a fucking moron who would not be able to really think about what other people want if I paid him. But he's also... She shrugs, slides the paper back into its pocket in Hera's coat. You get it. Yeah. I say, remembering as Eros struggled to tell me about the feeling of Apollo's... His nearly lifelong companion's bones break beneath his fists until neither of them were able to feel the blows any longer. As unimaginably horrible as that was for Apollo, I can't imagine knowing that you're capable of that. 
So, who do you think sent it? Well, my first thought says Rebecca, because it seems too coincidental this pops up just after the presidential stuff, and also because everything she touches turns to suck. I think about interjecting here that Rhea, who Rebecca most certainly touched with her uterus, and you get it, does not suck. But then again, that was where you were supposed to say, except you, Rhea says to me flatly. I'm reserving my judgment to your level of suckish for another 24 years. Fair. Anyway. But Rebecca actually has the most to lose with this. She's the only one covering up Apollo's death. If they expose this lie, a bunch of others might come to light. The stuff with the void? What happened to Dion? Would that Dion is P's father? She suddenly retreats into silence. It takes me a half a second to realize why. That you... You're Adams? I just... I never told you, never even asked you, but like... I wasn't embarrassed of you, or anything. Rhea, I know you were just trying to help Shah. I mean, at the time, you didn't even know who's... It's supposed to come off as a joke, but Rhea looks gutted by it. Yeah. I didn't. Hey, I say as the door closes downstairs. We've got a mystery to solve. She blinks something away. Smiles. Fuck yeah we do. She gets to her feet, looking excited about something for the first time in months. It almost makes me smile despite all other mistakes, until Hera busts through the door. Hey! Rhea yells, overly outraged. You have to knock. What if we were... She looks at me. Reading. Give me the jacket, Rhea. No. And after just one tense beat, both sisters launch for Hera's trench. They reach it on the bed at the exact same time. Each grab an arm. Seriously. Hera growls through gritted teeth, clearly stronger than her sister. Although Rhea is miraculously being propelled by something stronger than muscle. I just want to borrow it. She yells. Bullshit. Hera replies, giving one huge tug, toppling Rhea over forward onto her. Hera pulls the coat close to her. The sisters stare each other down. We want to help, Rhea whispers. I don't know what you're talking about, Hera says. Hera, please, we can't keep secrets from each other again. That stings. It's better if you don't know, Rhea. I can... You can't do anything, Rhea. You are the most carefully watched person on the planet. Everything you do ends up on the fucking news. Well, you're a close second, Madam President. You still think I'm running? You have to! 
I find myself suddenly joining the conversation. It's too risky. Well, what's the worst thing that happens? People find out Apollo is dead? I say, sorry for how harshly my words come out. If it comes out how he's dead, they're going to want to know how he died. Hera pivots now to Rhea. Do you think Eros can handle that? But it can't be meant as blackmail. They both turn to me now. Because they sent it to you, not Eros or Rebecca. You had nothing to do with his death or the cover-up. Hera shakes her head as Rhea emphatically nods hers, bouncing up and down. You don't find it suspicious that someone drops this on our doorstep just as I announce that I'm running? Hera, they want to help take Rebecca down. Right, and they need to be secretive because obviously she's insane. Rhea lifts her hand to high-five me. I reciprocate. No, guys, this is not how we do things. Think. Every time you've trusted anyone outside of this room, you've gotten hurt. But... Rhea starts. Rebecca has demanded a meeting with both of you. I'm going to offer withdraw. Endorse her if I have to. Fuck that! But Hera raises a finger to silence her. In exchange for her giving you more time to recover, Rhea, we need to keep in mind what we want. And that's what's best for us, not what's worst for her. Am I clear? Rhea shrugs. This is not a fucking game. This is my life. Your lives. Your sons. Rhea and I both quit with that. I don't think... I don't think anyone has ever referred to him as our son. At the sound of it, I find myself nodding. Persephone. So, just to be clear, you fucked Hera's new boyfriend. I say, as I watch through the window as a pair of techs wheel a machine over to pee. Just a routine thing, but still, idiots abound. Past tense is key, like way past tense. <laughs> sure, wow, I mean, I never would have thought you and Hera shared a type. Hep is not a type, he's a psycho. It's not a good look to call your exes crazy, darling. One of the techs lifts P up too abruptly, startling her. I knock hard on the glass to let them know I saw that. Purse. I allow him my attention. He crosses his arms, huffs like a monster baby. We will make an exception for the void guy, though. You know, if you had pitched the void to me on paper, a bunch of old women and one bear causing anarchy, I would have been into it. Too bad they turned out to be just as predictably awful as everyone else left on the planet. Do you believe him? 
That he's going to end things with Hera? No, that he's done with Rebecca. Yeah, he, he does this thing with his eyes when he really means something. Wow, Char. Don't look at me like that. Like what? Like you're seeing my thoughts before I have them. It's called being vulnerable, and you're adorable when you do it. He gives me two thumbs down, makes a fart noise with his mouth. As I said, adorable. I didn't know you cared about your conquest like this. Please, have you seen him? I'm the conquest here. I wonder if Char knows the more defensive he gets, the clearer it is he loved Hep. And Hep broke his heart. Fine. Fine, all I'm saying is you may not be the best judge of when he's bullshitting you. We should tell Hera. No way, she's happy and he's going to break up with her for reasons that are entirely his fault, but still she might blame me. And there's no reason for me to be mad at Hep and her to be mad at me when we can both just be mad at Hep. We should at least tell Rhea so she can monitor the situation. Yeah, just... Gotta be careful, though, because she's like, you know, whatever the emotional and sensitive way to say hanging on by a thread is. Yeah, you're right. I think back to the look in her eye on stage at the party. (laughs) I have seen Raya under a lot of circumstances and substances, but I have never seen her like that. She was terrified. Can't believe Rebecca tried to make her cop with Clark today. Clark? We should tell Clark. Uh, why? Because he's close to both of them and just, like, generally really sound. Like, I think we can trust him. If you told him about your relationship with Hep, I'm sure he'd understand and probably give you some really reassuring advice. What? No. No, I don't want that. I am not hurting and in need of Dr. Clark. You've had to watch someone you used to be with be all lovey-dovey with someone new while they pretend you don't exist. That sucks, Char. And by the way, it's okay to like people. You're one to talk. I laugh. Excuse me? Purse, you might want to sit down for this because I am about to rock your fucking world. I fold my arms. Suddenly, a little... Is it hot in here? You, my friend, fucking love Clark. (laughs) That's insane. Is it? The amount of time you spend confiding in him and giggling with him... We're friends. Friends can be in love with each other. In a friend way. In a you want to climb him like a small tree way. I do not. Persephone, I can see the way you look at him. You don't look at anyone like that. Ever. (laughs) You're just not used to seeing me be nice to anyone. As true as that is, I want you to take a second. Just a second. 
and consider there may be more inside your icy little heart. I, how about this? During my, again, very brief romantic time with Hep, I used to spend hours with him, talking or fucking or just like breathing the same air. But the second he would leave, I would just wish he was there again. I would tell him things that I thought were dumb and he would make them feel smart, like every thought and feeling I had mattered. And that made me feel fucking special. Does he make you feel fucking special, dude? But before I respond, the texts pop out of P's room. She's all yours, they say. This is convenient, Char grumbles as Eros pushes into the nest, looking rumpled and distraught. Where's Hep? Char asks a bit too quickly. Uh, he's on his way. Great. I'm going to get that thing from that place that is not here. Purse, let me know if you just go, I say. And we'll resume our conversation later he adds, smiling and leaving me an Eros. You okay? I ask. Yeah, I, um, just kind of need some baby time, if that's okay. Of course, if you tell me what's bothering you. Instead of answering, he sticks a finger out for P to grab. There's a flicker of a smile at the raw cuteness before his features slide back into something sad. Eros. She wants me to start copping again. Wow. It's like she's fucking with me. I'm sorry. I don't... Whatever. It sucks. I know you... I said whatever. I did, and I meant it. He pulls his hand away from P. I'm guessing you're not psyched. Rhea's going to fucking kill me. Did you see the picture? Me and every other person on the planet. Stupid. Stupid. What'd you think was going to happen? I wasn't thinking. Now she's pissed. Yeah. I say, thinking back to my outburst this morning. I don't know if she's too happy with me either. Eros looks momentarily shaken from his funk with shock. I just... Do you think I'm in love with Clark? Uh... Wrong answer. I know you can't believe this, but Clark is, for me, a very good friend. He nods. And I don't know if he really gets all of this yet. What copping does to you. You really think it does something to us? Eros, I say. But he isn't looking at me. He's just staring at P. Yeah, I know I've been thinking about it too. At what point I stop being able to keep it all straight. I don't know if humans were meant to be this way, I say. Or if we're just really bad humans. I wish I could think about things, talk about things like he does, growing up removed from the process. Seems like he has something the rest of us don't. 
I look up to see Eros is now watching me in a way I don't like. I feel... Well, I feel bad for making Char feel this way. What? I snap. I think you should go talk to him. My stomach drops hard enough to knock the wind out of me. Purse, since this whole thing started with them, he gestures to P. You've been great, or telling everyone you're great. Anytime anyone tries to get a little deeper, you shut them down. You shut yourself down. He steps, raises his two long arms, places his hands on my shoulders. Even though I've been feeling a little too much these days, I still think it's better to give yourself a fucking chance. And then, just a little, I let more than my stomach drop. All through my body spread the feelings I get when we talk here in the nest or when he's at my house or when I see him with pee like wildfire. But something solid and cold is there too. The doubt. What if he doesn't feel the same way? It probably hasn't even occurred to him because of Rhea. Not because of Rhea, but because of the existence of Rhea. Ugh, fuck. I don't like this. I don't. But then it's there, hot and bright enough to burn through that thought. The feeling I got when we were on the dance floor. Persephone, go. I smell an ulterior motive here. He laughs. I prefer to think of it as mutually beneficial. You better not tell anyone we had this conversation. He smiles, tickles P's nose, smiles a little sadly. Your secret's safe with me. And I leave him there to go find Clark. Raya. I should have known this was coming. A little talking to from Rebecca. Well, you know who's got two thumbs, some yet-to-be-diagnosed mental health issues, and zero fear of that painted maypole? I am annoyed, though. She has dragged me and Clark away from this blackmail thing. Or not blackmail? I do kind of wonder if this vigilante was triggered by hearing Apollo's stitched-together message. With the audacity of that, Rebecca might have just pushed someone too far. What I need is to figure out who left this for Hera on our doorstep. I mean, it had to be after the party and after we got home because Eros only found it when he was leaving, but there were so many people on my doorstep. Hera, you are not permitted in this meeting, a guard says to Hera outside of Rebecca's office. What? She snaps. You know, Hera can't concede if she can't talk to Rebecca. For once, Rebecca might be giving me something I want. Hera will be fine. Why don't you go 
I don't know, see if anyone in security has any footage of our house from last night? Or ask him. I say, gesturing to Hep, who's coming down the hall. We don't have talc either, which is kind of weird and maybe should be a red flag, but I'm sure it's going to be fine. Rhea! I stop. Maybe it's not going to be fine. I stare for a long beat at the short, stout, dangerously friendly-looking man behind Rebecca's desk. The president, for now, herself, droops casually against the wall. Been a bit since we've seen each other, huh? I grab a glass of water set out for me, take a big sip to cover my nausea. Hi, I mumble after. Dr. Abraham, the uh, guy Rebecca's got in charge of our program. I haven't seen him since the delivery. How are you feeling? He says, so chipper he must know I feel shitty. What are you doing here? I ask. Abraham glances now to Rebecca, who straightens up and approaches us. I told Dr. A we've been having a little trouble resuming the process. Dr. A smiles at us. What seems to be the issue, guys? Me and Clark trade looks. I don't want to resume copying. Ah, Abraham says, taking off his small glasses, wiping them with a piece of cloth. You know, it might feel that way, but all of our testing indicates the opposite. I can't do the off thing again, I hear myself say. Is there something else you gotta do? <laughs> Dr. A says, chuckling. You, Rhea, are my top priority. You mean my body. Oh, you forget when you spend all day with your blood work and CT scans how much you love semantics. Can I ask what's changed that you're now so resistant to the MIUCs? Uh, I hated. I swallow, suddenly feeling self-conscious for saying something everyone knows. I hated being pregnant. He smiles, another plump grin. Rhea, think about all the people involved in this process besides you. Funny, I've been told thinking about other people is not my strong suit. Clark suppresses a laugh. Oh, sorry, Clark. I know it seems like this is all about Rhea, but you are just as important here. I'm really alright with being ignored right now. Come on, dude. You're the only living man to impregnate someone. Have a little confidence. I will keep that in mind. Rhea. Clark. We, he gestures to Rebecca and himself, are happy to resume the process as it was. And what if we are not? He sucks his teeth once, shrugs. Then we'll need to move on to plan B. Which is what? A version of the MIUCs with pharmaceutically accomplished compliance. Excuse me? It isn't something we've had to do in a generation. Because it's barbaric. Because, Rhea, it's unpleasant for everyone. 
Abraham says very pleasantly. I'm sorry, I don't know if I understand. If we don't fuck, they're going to make us. I say, standing up. But you should know, Dr. A, that... I blink, my head feels weird. I'm going to tell you what I told the last old man Rebecca sent to fuck with me. I'm not afraid of you. Now I need to put a hand on Rebecca's desk to keep from falling over. You can't make me do anything. I choke up, barely above a whisper. Well, not anything, but uh, we did add something to your water to prove just how compliant you can be. Somewhere far away, I can hear the sound of Clark's chair overturning as he jumps up to catch me as I fall, but I'm too heavy, dead weight. I hit the ground hard, and then everything turns black. Hera. I don't understand. I say more for myself than for Hep who stands across from me in the hall outside of Rebecca's office. His shoulders are slumped. His eyes are on the ground. It takes a few seconds of studying for me to realize this must be what uncomfortable looks like on him. It isn't about you. It's just that after the party, it made a lot of stuff clear to me. About Eros, he adds quickly. I didn't realize how hard a time he's having. But after the party, you were... Uh, I say, the sound of my heart dropping somewhere in my chest. After the party, I told him. About me. Right. I told you. Now something changes. He straightens up, alert with the fear of... What? Can't be hurting me. No. No, it has to be coming off like... Like, not the cool guy. Hera, it has nothing to do with that. I'm so... He searches my face, tries to figure out what to say, or what not to. What will he choose? Thankful? Sad? I'm so honored that you told me. <laughs> I bark an angry laugh. It has to be one of the worst kept secrets in Minneapolis. I can promise there's not much honor in being last. Well... I know how hard it must have been to share something like that. Thank you for trusting me. Right. That is the name for my mistake. Trusting. You'd think after everything that happened when I trusted Apollo and Black, you'd think I would know better than to be so fucking careless with someone I barely knew. I am so stupid. Fuck someone a couple of times in a week and think, well... They've seen me naked, guess they can see the most barbarous, ugly part of myself. When he flagged me down, asked if we could talk, I didn't think he was breaking up with me. If I could even call it that, a breakup, fucking dramatic, Hera, isn't it? No normal person would call it that, only someone screwed up enough to love a sociopath for the better part of her life. Hera, Hep says, touching my hand. I whip it away from him like he's burned me. Don't. I hiss through the feeling rising in my throat. Not vomit or anger or... or... fear. The same fear that has been keeping me up at night. That it would take someone equally fucked up to love someone so fucked for so long. 
that we were less like opposites attracting, more like conspirators sensing the ugliness under the surface. Or maybe it's just fucking tears. Do not cry, Hera. Do not cry. The reason they invented words like vulnerability is because of this same risk. Hera, this is not about you. I mean, he puts his hands on his hips, forces a smile. Do you know what it's like for me to get to be with someone like you? I am unmoved. He can tell. Why don't you really tell me what's going on? Then I can get back to work and not waste any more time? He flinches a little. I'm not good for you. You're not good for me? <laughs> I scoff. I'm serious. I've made mistakes. I can't let them bring you down. I tip my head up so I look down on him and keep the tears firmly lodged in my head. Like anything he's done could be as grave as what I have. Romanticizing your flaws is unattractive and cliche. I turn to open and enter Rebecca's office. And to be clear, nothing about you is strong enough to bring me down. He pauses, then nods. Understood. Can I just say, concrete embankment, Hep. Anger and embarrassment heating my whole body. I push the door, but it opens too easily to be from my side. No, Clark is there. Hera, help. Rhea's body is just behind him, slumped against Rebecca's desk. I run into the room. Rebecca and the ever-chummy Dr. A are standing totally unbothered. What happened? I yell at them. We're learning, Rebecca says, serene. Rhea has a pulse. She's breathing. I hear Hep confirm in my ear, no shit. She'll be perfectly fine in an hour. Two, tops. You can't fuck with her like this. I say louder than I expected. A few guards are now looking into the room, their eyes wide when they see Rhea on the ground. She has sacrificed too much to this, to you, for you to treat her this way. The cause is all of our responsibility, Rebecca says, conscious of the people outside now. Then why is only one of us on the ground? Rebecca nods to the guard, signaling him to close the door. No, no, why close it? If you don't really think anything is wrong with this scene, then why hide it? Rebecca hunts for the right words, but there are none. Persephone's small frame appears in the doorway. Her face goes white when she sees Rhea. Is she okay? Persephone asks. Hey, you! But I don't have time to explain. I say marching out and pulling an aide outside into the room. Give me your device. They look from Rebecca to me. But when their eyes fall on Rhea, they hand it over. I take a picture of my sister crumpled on the floor. You're going to need a lot more than a kiss to distract from this. If you're treating Rhea like this, how are we supposed to trust you with Purse or Clark, Adam or Eve? I thrust the device back into the aide's hand, share a look with Hep. I can't ask him for help right now, but he understands. I hook my arms under Rhea's. He gets her feet. The doctor comes running up to us. You can't take her out like that. I don't see a better way. There's a problem, the doctor says. I'm aware, I bark. But the doctor hasn't even clocked Rhea's limp body. Instead, his eyes are locked on Rebecca's. It's Eve. She's not breathing. 